Diversification is a protection against ignorance. I mean, if you want to make sure that nothing bad happens to you relative to the market, you own everything. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that, that is a perfectly sound approach for somebody who, who does not feel they know how to analyze businesses. You're more diversified. When I look at the way you set up your portfolios, not as niches that uh, some no, of these. I'm big on diversification. You're very big on it's diversification. Like the, knowing, how, knowing how to uh, diversify well is more important than almost anything. The reason for those opinion differences is that risk is defined differently by different investors. Today, I want to introduce you to the real definition of risk in portfolio management and give you a practical approach to reducing it, regardless of whether you are in camp or in Buffett or agree with most financial advisors. Let's talk about that. I'm Huda Mayer, founder and CEO of Stockart, a fintech startup from California that helps you do your fundamental stock market research better and faster. On this show, I share detailed fundamental analysis, like the episode on how Uber reached profitability just a few weeks ago, or talk about investing-related tips and stories, like today's episode, to help you level up your investment skills. If you are new here, join us by subscribing. Commonly, stock market investors assume risk is equal to volatility. For example, if a stock goes up and down more than the overall market, it is considered risky. There's a technical term for it even. It's called beta. A stock with a beta above one is deemed more risky. A beta of one means a similar risk as the overall market, and a beta under one means a stock less volatile than the overall market. Again, commonly to address the volatility risk, the prescription is to diversify your portfolio across multiple sectors, industries, and geographies, and rebalance the portfolio regularly to avoid a few winners taking a significant portion of the portfolio. But beta isn't really equal to risk. By definition, risk is a situation where you are in danger. What is the danger in the stock market? Losing your money permanently. When a stock goes up and down significantly, it doesn't mean you will lose your money permanently. In particular, you're not in danger when you understand why a stock moves and don't sell the loser just because the price has gone down. A stock price may go down even if there is no problem with the company's fundamentals due to an overreaction to the news or some sort of a macro factor. It's also possible that there is a real problem with the company's revenue or profit or leadership. The first scenario is not dangerous. The second one could be. Very successful investors such as Howard Marks, billionaire investor and co-founder of Oak Tree Capital, define risk as the probability of permanent loss of capital. It means you take more risk in your portfolio if stocks that you own have higher probability of going down to zero and not because they are volatile. For example, I told you earlier that investors commonly use a technical indicator called beta to measure risk. Amazon's beta is 1.56. By definition, this means investing in Amazon's stock is riskier than the overall market. But it is almost impossible to assume you will be in danger of permanently losing your capital if you invest in Amazon, 
even though it fluctuates more than the overall market. I'm not saying there's no risk in investing in Amazon. However, as long as Amazon has a growing e-commerce, cloud services, and advertising businesses, and you invest in the stock at a reasonable price, the risk of losing your money is not higher than the overall market. A really wonderful business is very well protected against against the vicissitudes of the economy over time and, and, and the competition. You know, we're talking about businesses that are resistant to effective competition. Three of those will be better than a hundred average businesses. And they'll be safer, incidentally. There is less risk in owning three easy-to-identify wonderful businesses than there is in owning 50 well-known big businesses. The risk in investing in Amazon comes from your behavior if you panic and sell when amazon's stock price goes down if you don't keep up with amazon's business and don't understand how it makes money those are the real risks in your portfolio taking it back to your portfolio and using this new definition of risk as the probability of permanent loss of capital how do you reduce risk you look for companies that have a higher probability of falling apart. Here are a few reasons for a higher likelihood of big losses. Companies without revenue, like biotech companies. Companies with a short track record of success, like a new IPO in the market. Companies that have never generated free cash flow, and therefore their business model doesn't work just yet. Extremely overvalued companies companies with a lot of debt, and lastly, companies you don't understand how they make money. I'm not saying you shouldn't invest in those companies. However, if more than 50% of your holdings, for example, have one or all of the six factors I just listed, you are taking a real risk of permanently losing your capital in the stock market. To apply this definition of risk, go back to your portfolio, review each individual holding, and put an X in front of each holdings for each of those six factors we just discussed. Count how many holdings have at least one in front of them and divide it by the total number of stocks in your portfolio. The result shows a rough likelihood of you losing your money. Are you comfortable with that number? If not, in 2024, your task is to replace those companies with other companies that have lower real risk. It requires some time to research each stock, but the effort is worth it. You may also be comfortable with the high probability of losing money in the stock market for other reasons. This is a very personal decision and goes back to your financial situation. The number itself doesn't matter, but it matters that you are comfortable with your number. Let me know in the comments what you decide to do with your portfolio in 2024. By the way, we are launching a new one-on-one -on -one coaching program to review your portfolio together and identify the risks in it if you prefer our help in assessing. You'll still need to decide what to do with your portfolio, but we help you with the assessment. If you're interested, the link to the one-on-one -on -one coaching session is in the show notes. I'll hope to see you there and I'll see you next time.